Welcome to Marvel Maniac, an MCU after show. This is Eric Cicada, your host, a.k.a. Mr. Honest of the Mr. Honest Podcast. And all your favorite streaming services. <laughs> if this is your first time being here, welcome. I did cover all of WandaVision. If you didn't uh, catch any of those, you're welcome to go back. If not, welcome, welcome, welcome. We did just watch a brand new entry into the MCU today. We paved new way. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Last week in my WandaVision after after show, I think there may have been two times where I accidentally called it the Hawkeye and the Winter Soldier twice. Forgive me. Um, nobody called me out on that. I listened back to it. Um, shame. Shame. <laughs> uh, that's silly. And that's funny. And uh, that would have been a fun show too. I would have watched that too. But Hawkeye's getting his own show. And now we're going to see him train another Hawkeye later on down the road. This series will only be six episodes long, to my recent knowledge. So this is episode one. It's called New World Order. So everything in the MCU up to WandaVision in this uh, in this uh, point is on the table. Okay, so we can spoil not that to say to say it will be but it could be spoiled so if you're new here just fyi you will possibly and i mean you probably have been at this if you watch this this show you you probably you probably knowingly haven't spoiled about most of the stuff um in the mcu up to this point but you know just a fair warning just a fair warning i want to throw it out there Um, So, thoughts going into the show. Thoughts going into the show. Um, Before I watched, um, how will Steve Rogers' legacy be carried on? Captain America left Sam Wilson, a.k.a. Falcon, with the shield, but will Bucky feel entitled to it? Now, as the episode went on, (laughs) we learned that the shield isn't really on Bucky's mind lately. You know, Bucky's got other things on his mind. Um, he's a little swept up in his past, which is kind of honorable, and um, I really like that. I like that character choice for Bucky. Um, so let's recap a little bit. Let's do a little bit of a recap in terms of characters and where we start in this story of um, this is the story of Captain America, is where this starts. So this is the story of Steve. Let's start with Steve Rogers, Steve, uh, Steve and Bucky. Steve looked up to Bucky uh, in the beginning of this at one point. Um, Steve was, Steve basically idolized him. He was a little guy, and uh, Bucky went off to fight in the war, and Steve really wanted to go with him and uh, Captain America. The first Avenger. It was our fourth, I believe, or fifth installment into the MCU. Um, man, what a great movie. Always love that movie. Always love that movie. Um, well, as we know, Steve Rogers gets the captain, becomes Captain America with the super soldier serum. And, uh, all serving a war... Uh, together, World War Two. Uh, Steve thought he lost Bucky in action, and uh, you know he saw him fall to his death with his own eyes. 
we thought we thought he was dead too. Looked pretty, pretty final. Um, we find out that he, he was not dead. Uh, that has to be true in uh, Captain America: Civil, no, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Sorry, <laughs> the title. <laughs> the title track, you know. Uh, Hydra trained Bucky, brainwashed him, turned him into an assassin uh, to their bidding, and then put him into, you know, Cairo Freeze whenever they were done with him. Basically, turned him into a puppet, mind control puppet, um, did whatever. Like he, he had no control over this. Um, Bucky was. Bucky had nothing really to do with this. He was an assassin um, at the will of Hydra. What the heck? Uh, poor Bucky. You know, we, this is still happening. Bucky, like, we gotta really evaluate how much, like, let's think about for a second how much time Bucky has, how much time has passed for Bucky in all of this. Um, he's been snapped. He's been nice, iced. Man, let's, like, let's Let's literally, at the end of this recap, let's break down for a second how much time has passed for Bucky, because he's really... <laughs> and, uh, okay, okay. But, um, anyway, Sam comes into play in also in Captain America, The Winter Soldier, um, because he has to help uh, Steve in the Hydra takeover, because he's actually Air Force. He's one of the few Steve Rogers can turn to when he... Uh, is getting turned on by S.H.I.E.L.D. because S.H.I.E.L.D. is compromised. Um, Hydra has taken over and um, Falcon is the one true uh, MVP <laughs> that Steve Rogers can turn to in this time of doom. And uh, we thought Nick Fury was going to die there for a second, but he didn't. Thank you. <laughs> Thank heavens. So, um, Age of Ultron kind of happens. There's you know the you know in in uh, winter soldier we lose bucky and he's on the run again and age of ultron happens and then in captain america civil war he kind of pops up and you know this is where wanda comes into play and the terror uh, you know that you know that the thing in Lagos happens, and then there's a terrorist attack that happens at the UN and kills Black Panther's father, and this marks the events that leads to the splitting up of the Avengers. Um, so this is you know this is everything. Bucky, uh, Bucky is a lot. Bucky, yeah, Bucky has a lot to do with everything here. He's uh, you know. He's a big part of everything in the MCU. Um, but he's not the reason. He's the cause. Um, it's just a lot to put on one person. And now the reason, <laughs> um, at the very least, you know, he he was affected, and uh, at the very least, um, and hurt, and he lashed out. Let's not, you know, let's not forget the man behind this. In, the, in the, at least at this point in Civil War, Helmet Zemo, he lost his family. And Ultron. Ultron is the turning point in the MCU. We gotta like really hone in on Ultron because Ultron really messed things up for a lot of people. That caused a lot of super villains. And um, yeah, he lost his family. A lot of spite. A lot of spite. So he split up the Avengers. Hence leaving the opening for Thanos to collect the stones and snap. 
Um, will he be fueled by this? And will this be the motivator for that purple mask that he dons in this MCU version of himself? I have the Marvel Encyclopedia, thanks to Guy Pedigo. And yes, I still haven't looked up Helmet Zemo. So I don't know the re- original OG reason why he's donning that purple helmet, but I'm going to have to look that up. Um, so, anyways, after the events of Civil War, when Zemo, you know, separated the Avengers, Infinity War happened. As we know, the events of Infinity War happened. Our men, the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier, they got snapped. The Avengers united. Five years passed. Um, but an instant for Falcon, Sam, and Bucky. Uh, an instant passed for them. Steve Rogers goes on a mission with all six Infinity Stones back in time. Supposed to come back. And doesn't. Um, leaving his friend Bucky uh, back. Not really leaving too much light in Endgame. On what that is doing uh, to Bucky. Um, in my opinion, realizing now, kind of leaving Bucky where we left Cap at the end of the first uh, Captain America movie. Uh, a man lost out of his time. Uh, a little lost. Uh, and we, we kind of see a little bit of that in this episode. We feel for him. And let's get into the episode. So we start off with Sam. He's in a suit and he's just looking at the shield. He's reflecting. Um, we don't really know what's happening with it. He's just kind of looking at it. And, uh, there's a lot of weight, a lot of weight in his shoulders. And we hear, uh, we actually hear right before, I didn't mention we hear right before, um, like we hear Cap asking him, how does it feel? Uh, like it's someone else's. And, uh, Cap says it isn't. And, uh, there's a lot of weight on Sam's shoulders. You know, you can tell he's bearing a lot of pressure to be the next Captain America. Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, you know, maybe I wrote that. I thought I wrote that down out of order. You know, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> um, uh, I'm, you know, this is uh, this is the Honest. Mr. Honest, the, is the, name, the name is true. Um, I'm... I'm telling you, I'm telling you how it is. Uh, I, I might have wrote that down out of order, and uh, I'm not gonna go back and rewind it. Um, you can correct me at uh, marvelmaniacpod at gmail dot com, or we can just, you know, you can just tell me how you thought about the episode. What do you guys think? Where do you where do you think it's going? Um, we got five more weeks. There's six more, there's six episodes total, so five. More weeks. I can't even. I can't even uh, fathom. I thought there was going to be a little more than this. Um, it's not that I'm disappointed. Maybe. I mean, this episode was longer than I expected in that sense. You know, some of the Wandavisions were shorter than I expected, so this one was a little bit longer. Um. So, okay. You know, it's it's give and take. Six powerful episodes. Um. And I know this one was the most world building one we're going to get, and we got the most action in the beginning beginning on this one uh so i'm hoping we get more and more and more as the show goes sam is on a plane mission we start off sam is on a plane mission in the desert awesome looking plane mission i like plane missions and uh we need to see sam on a mission sam's off on a mission and i wanted to see sam on a mission this is the type of stuff i want to see 
in this show. We got a TV 14 rating. I'm like, all right. I'm like, well, what's the TV 14 entail? Like, what are we going to get? What type of action are we going to get on this Disney Plus show? WandaVision held some pretty cool stuff. Like, what's, what's this extra rating going to get us? Well, I, th- I think we got that answer here. I think we got that action uh, answer here. <laughs> um, so we got some terrorist stuff, like some terrorist infiltration. These guys were, these guys at LAF, they were some pretty uh, nasty dudes, if you ask me. Thought that was a pretty nasty squad he fought. I got a little jittery during this fight um, towards the end. Um, so yeah, he's on a plane uh, on a mission to protect a military captain from an organization called LAF. Sam doesn't seem to know much about this them at this point. Um, all I know is we're about to get a cool sequence. <laughs> Sam's uh, sergeant makes it very clear to him that he has to be subtle. Because if he crosses enemy lines, it'll just cause a whole big um, international conflict. And you know how that goes with adventures in an international conflict. It's just not pretty. Um, There's already Sokovia Accords in place. And it'll cause a mess of things. Um, So Sam just got back from being snapped. We don't want any trouble here, Sam. Falcon, alright? That's basically what he's saying. So... I really like the shots of Sam infiltrating the plane here, just him approaching it. Um, I love it. Uh, I kind of like the cam shots on his head. I think we may have got some shots like this in some of the movies with him. I know it's not the first time we're seeing them, but like, I don't know. It's his. This is his show, so it's showcasing him way better, if you ask me. And. Reminds me a lot of like the Iron Man shots where we're in his helmet, but I don't know. We're outside, so it's more of a bird's eye view. <laughs> little, little, pun, a little, you know, a little pun. Um, we're moving on. Anyway, terrible joke. <laughs> that that little meme where like that guy's like, <laughs> like he like laughs and like he looks away. It's like not funny. <laughs> um. Anyways. Sam does this epic movement through the sky, and he dives, and he has these military guys on the ground communicating with him, just kind of giving him the what-what on the ground, and Sam gets to the windshield of the enemy plane and realizes it's already been hijacked, and this is why we get the, assuming the higher rating, um, there's a guy, like, the poor soldier, he has a bullet through the head, um... And one of the hijackers even notices Sam, uh, but like the other guy, like the main main antagonist, he does not even believe. He's like, "No, nah, get out of here! There's nobody on the. You're, you're, you're crazy. You're high, you know." So Falcon uh, uses an infrared goggles to uh, check the check the situation outside. He uh, then deploys his, uh, deploys a drone from his back. It's called Red Wing. Red Wing. Maybe a little Stark Tech in there. A little Pym Tech. I don't know. I don't know where he got this. Uh, you see, he, Later, you see him working on, on it himself. So, kind of cool. He detaches and releases... Uh, it detaches and releases a red laser on the side of the plane that cuts around the door. So, Falcon can get in. And this is one of the coolest sequences we get in the whole episode... Uh, I rewound it and watched it three times because every superhero must get a closed-off awesome hallway scene, and this was Falcon's. Um, Falcon flawlessly takes out 
three of the hijackers, it seems. At least not takes out, stops three, because I think they get back up later. I was like, how did they, they get more guys in this plane? I'm like, they, we must have just knocked three of, them, three of them down, and they got back up. Um, before well, one of them starts shooting at him, and he like, puts up you know, his wings to shield him, and it ricochets back at him. Kills the pilot. Pretty sure he kills the pilot. I can see, you know, let's see 14 rating again. Um, the autopilot activates, and then the Falcon and the leader just, they start growing at it, exchange of blows. Really great fight sequence. But then the leader makes, like, this turn, and then the uh, accomplices, like they, like, they shield him and start gunning at Falcon. And, like, I love the, the I just love this fight. The how. I really am angry at the way this guy's escaping because I really want Falcon to get him. But I know he's not gonna because Falcon's gotta fly and this guy's not gonna just get, you know, Falcon's not just gonna get this guy. Um, this guy gets away in a wingsuit, of course. And Falcon is gonna chase him to the sky and I love, freaking love this. This is one of the best sequences you could have asked for uh, for the opening of the show. And uh, I really, 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 really liked it. Uh, what else could I ask? I mean, it's, CGI was on point. Um, I don't even like saying CGI. I, I'm that invested in the show. I don't need to really point, point out the CGI. I mean, I was a whirlwind of an adventure with Falcon in the air. Um, let's just go through a play-by-play. I, I got it all. Let's go through a play-by-play of what happened. Um, in the air. Okay. So, the leader, he makes a turn, and uh, he escapes with wingsuits, but not for long. Sam starts chasing them through the rocky canyons. This scene is so epic and visually stunning, I wrote. The helicopter started chasing uh, uh, Falcon, and then another helicopter shows up. This is such an insanely epic scene. <laughs> I just, I, this is the type of stuff I'm writing when I'm watching this, and I'm thinking I'm writing detailed notes, but I'm, I'm like telling you the uh, like what's coming out of my head, right? And then I'm going into my notes thinking I'm about to tell you something more detailed, and then I'm going into my notes basically telling you that I'm, my notes are just saying, yeah, really epic, insanely epic, yeah, real epic stuff here. <laughs> Luckily, Falcon still has Red Wing to his aid. Red Wing um, gets rockets, has rockets on the side, and it releases uh, and destroys one of the helicopters. And then Falcon um, and Red Wing, they're just flying in formation together, zooming in and out. They do some really awesome moves. Um, Then Falcon grapples a guy and pulls him out of the helicopter uh, and then takes the second helicopter down. Falcon then notices there is a third helicopter way off on the horizon, um, and he like pounces on it. Um, then we see it's the main hijackers there. He's sort of boasting that if they cross the border, that Falcon won't continue to pursue them. And at that very moment, Sam is in the plane with him, <laughs> and uh, he's pursuing them. And uh, <laughs> it's just kind of funny, like it's like. It's pan shot he's there he's like what's up <laughs> it was awesome and this is where missiles come into play and when missiles come into play things like tensions get high 
tensions always get high. It doesn't matter, like, <laughs> it doesn't matter really to me, like, how often it happens in, in what scenario, in what movie. Like, if it's X-Men First Class, or, you, you know, you put them into play for me, I'm, I'm, I'm worrying. And uh, I have my own edge in my seat, I'm not going to lie. I don't care if, if I know there's a whole series following five episodes i'm on the, i'm on the edge of my seat here um so falcon's rushing through the desert with a missile chasing after a missile chasing after and then and, uh, towards the leader you know of this uh, association or whatever how uh towards their helicopter it's just so awesome and uh, this is the falcon scene i always needed never never knew i needed before <laughs> Uh, what a great opening sequence to the show. What an awesome opening sequence to the show. Um, he succeeds, obviously, of course, and uh, saves the day. Um, Tunisia? Tunisia? Tunisia is where we, we were going to we go next. Um, Sam's working on Red Wing. Uh, it's a little shop. With his friend Torres, uh, we, we get to know Torres a little bit through this episode. Not much, uh, but we do. We get to see Torres a little bit. I believe he's going to be a recurring character. So, um, seems cool. Uh, I'd like to get to know him a little bit better, uh, but we, 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 I think we will. Uh, he tells Sam about the Flag Smashers. Okay, these mass individuals. And it seems like they have these things. They pull up their phones, and there's like... These crypto hat, like, you know, like, it's invisible. Like, you'll hold your phone up to a wall, and then it'll be, like, this invisible kind of art. And I don't know. I don't really know what's going on, but they, um, I don't really know. They, like, wish the snap happened. <laughs> They're happy the snap happened. Um, yeah, uh, it's... They're called Flag Smashers, and they wish the snap happened, and they're bad people, and um, I don't know. I don't know if they have any association with Zemo. I'm thinking they may be getting up there with Zemo. I don't know. Uh, I'm guessing that Zemo was happy with the snap. Uh, I don't know. He wanted to die, so I'm assuming he's like, I'm thinking maybe his associations fell somewhere in line with Thanos. I don't know. Very, very curious. Very curious into where where Zemo's like brain is and all this. Um, yeah, so Torres mentions he thinks that Steve <laughs> is like on the moon looking down on uh, Earth. Um, that's like a nice theory. <laughs> so we fly, we go back to Washington and uh, like like I said. Uh, I think, I believe, I believe when Sam was looking down to the shield, I, I believe like that was a him a cup like I believe that was a cut to him going like, before the ceremony. In my opinion, like when we saw him looking down at the shield, um, I, I don't know for sure, but in my opinion, that's what that was, and at least that's what it reminds me of now. Reminded me of watching it, thinking about it when I started talking about it. The episode. Um, thinking about the end of the episode and thinking about him looking down at that shield. Uh, it's great to see Don Cheadle. Always great to see Don Cheadle, a.k.a. Colonel Rhodes, a.k.a. Iron Patriot. Um, would have been great, better to see him in his armor, but hey, if he's in the show, maybe we will. There's no telling what we'll see in the show. 
you never know in the MCU. Um, it turns out this was yeah a ceremony honoring Steve Rogers as Captain America, which is fantastic. Steve Rogers deserves every ceremony uh, for being Captain America. Um, absolutely. But Steve Rogers didn't want a shield in a museum. He wanted, uh, you know, he wanted Sam to be Captain America. Uh, we know this as the audience, so it's a little disappointing. Uh, and yes, it, it's very disappointing. Uh, it, it turns out he will not be the next Captain America like Steve said he would and wanted. Um, Rhodes and Sam are walking through the Captain America exhibit. They do pass a picture of Bucky. It's very hard to watch Sam give up the shield. (laughs) While him and Rhodes are at the end of the museum, Sam said he feels like the shield belongs to someone else and that someone else is Steve. Like, and in that scene, uh, he's just walking around and all of the Captain America uh, propaganda surrounding him and it's like eating him alive it's almost like he can't escape the red white and blue uh, it's meant for him it, it's eating him alive uh, he, he's born for it and he can't escape it everywhere he looks there's the shield and he, he, he can't turn away from it really um, I'm very captivated by it I'm very captivated by it. Um, there's a lot of depth to the characters so far. What a wonderful, wonderful freaking ground uh, ground we're setting for these characters. See, I didn't expect Bucky to be where he is character-wise. Either that or I didn't put enough thought into it. And um, maybe that's blind ignorance or maybe that's just... I don't know. Maybe I just put... I just, we didn't, I have not seen that character flushed out or thought out enough on screen, but I love, love what I'm seeing so far. Um, let's talk a little bit about Bucky and what he is going through. Uh, you know, a little more on the short side um, of the story for Bucky on screen this time. And uh, that's okay. We're, we're just laying some simple groundwork for Bucky. Short but sweet. Um that's okay. Um, we see Bucky uh, on a mission. He's executing like a whole hotel room recklessly. Um, we don't really know what he's doing there at the time, but we know he's um, he's really hurting people, um, and he hurts a young man, right? Um, we cut back to present-day Bucky in therapy, and he kind of like snaps out of it. And the therapist is inquiring about dreams he's having lately and um, and whatnot. And uh, this leads to, like, you know, some... You know, this, this lady's actually, like, some pretty... Like, she's pretty funny. But I also, like, I don't know. I have, I have some kind of issues with how she handles herself as a therapist. Uh, but whatever. I, she... Uh, all things are off the table in the MCU. I'm realizing now this is a different world. You need to maybe take some different hand hands-on approaches if people can like enter your brain and stuff, you know, <laughs> um, w- without your consent. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, uh, the Zabucky's so closed off, and I would be too. You know, if you think about it. Man, Bucky's brain. I I don't think I, I actually did go through the timeline of what 
How long? Bucky. Let I mean, let's think about this. Bucky. 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 I mean, he went to World War II. He fought in the war. Um, he gets... I mean, how many years would that be? Let's give it three... Let's maybe say three to four years fighting in a war. Uh, training, fighting. In World War Two, <laughs> uh, Battles. Uh, tents, camps. Uh, non-stop. Non-stop. Waiting to go home. Never going home. Uh, falling off the cliff. <laughs> I'm not laughing. This is incredible what this man has been through. Uh, in the in this canon, and uh, and then and then he he gets captured by this. Uh, and in his perception, this is just like okay. So once he gets captured, he gets experiments on. This is all haze, 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 haze. Um, he can barely remember anything. So his consciousness is barely even. Once after he fell off that cliff, his consciousness was just so deprived, and it, it's almost like he was just half there, and. Um, uh, he's just trying to make amends right now with the people he dealt with as Winter Soldier, and uh, it's just a really great scene with him trying to deal with like these rules he's made in therapy and uh, trying to tell his therapist if he abided by them and how closely he abided by them with this uh, um, this lady. And it's just unbelievable how uh, <laughs> they use comedy in this show. Um, it's really funny this show at the same time uh i'm really liking it so far you know uh i'm no longer the winter soldier i am james bucky barnes and you are a part of my efforts to make amends (laughs) that's really good i i really like that part that was a great part um i don't know any therapists that were uh that, 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 that asks you to look at your phone, you know. That's a big invasion of your privacy, um, but Bucky kind of points that out. And, uh, but like, she goes on to point like she's a military, ex military herself. So, um, I wonder if that makes it different too. Bucky's been through so much. Um, it's just different circumstances for different people, I suppose. So, um, we're going back. Um, Bucky's having a drink with a man named Yuri. We learned that he had a son who was killed. Um, let's just have a moment. Um, he has a bad feeling. He has a bad feeling about how it happened. I So do I, Yuri. I have a little bit of a bad feeling about how it happened. Uh, Bucky looks like he does, too. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> this is looking terrible for Bucky. It feels so bad for Bucky. Things are just getting bad in the tummy. Feeling nasty. Uh, we cut back to Sam. We're intersplicing scenes a little bit faster. Now, we're just laying... You know, we got to start laying groundwork here. At some point, there's got to be a little less action. And in one episode, there's got to be a groundwork episode. we got to meet characters so we can care about them. Uh, and have action-packed, awesome superhero moments later in which the heroes can save the day and their supporting actors can care about them and the groundwork was laid and that's why these shows will be great um i feel silly for saying that i feel like i'm i don't think you are you are dumb sometimes i say things like this to enjoy the show for myself i'll say these things to myself i i appreciate you 
listening listener. <laughs> I'm sorry. I make these things late as they come out, and I love doing it. It's my pleasure to do it. Uh, and you are amazing for listening. We get the chance to meet Sam's sister, Sarah, who has been holding down the home front and taking care of the family business and boat, which family, uh, which Sam definitely doesn't want to get rid of. Um, so, you know, we're just getting to meet Sam's home front and whatnot, and uh, a little bit more of the home life, similar to how we met Hawkeye's family in Ultron, feels like a lot like that. Um, even a little more so. Um, Bucky is uh, talking with, I'm um, playing Battleship with uh, Yuri's daughter, who is a really nice girl, but she's just asking him a lot of simple questions that somebody who fought in World War II and like is from another time period, uh, really specific questions that somebody like him would probably be triggered by. Uh, imagine just being somebody who, I mean, literally, it made me think, man, I made me realize. If I were from another time period in a current time period, I would feel really out of place if they were. I would miss my parents so much if uh, I was, if I like instantly died and know that they lived a whole life thinking, man, he's going to be alive uh, in a whole other time period away from me. Like that made me feel so isolated, you know, like how weird is that? Um, But that, but I mean, think about it. His parents didn't know that. His parents probably thought he died in the war um but it makes you think a little bit it's still like an isolating feeling regardless um and then and and all 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 out i mean it's making bucky just riddled with guilt he's riddled with guilt when bucky goes to approach jury because he kind of storms out on his daughter like she was she was just like where are you from uh like, what's your parents like? Like, and he kind of like triggered. It kind of triggered him, so he left, and he went like right to Yuri, and um, he saw a picture of his son that he lost, and obviously Bucky murdered. You know, you know, it, um, <sighs> just so sad. Uh, and it, <sighs> Bucky, it's just not. It's his fault, and. Putting it all on his his own shoulder, shoulders, and he's the reverse Steve Rogers. Like Steve went into the ice and came out a hero. Bucky went into the Cairo chamber and came out a villain. And um, Steve got to go back in time and go got to go be with the love of his life and look Bucky in the eye almost. And like I don't know that look between them. It was like loving, but also like I don't know. Like I, it was almost like bye, but like. How, how could Steve leave Bucky back there in the future alone with all that weight on his shoulders? It's so much to deal with. Uh, maybe just because he knows Bucky's so strong and knows he's going to be able to deal with it. And uh, maybe he knows that he, Sam is strong enough to pass the mantle on to Bucky. Uh, Bucky maybe Bucky's the one that needs to become Captain America. Um, where is this going? This is so intriguing, right? Maybe they're both Captain America's somehow um two sides of one shield somehow what's going on um this is interesting i'm very curious um but anyway i feel terrible for bucky and i want him he did murder people but it was under the control of others um under complete basically magic um what 
I don't know what that is. Uh, I'm going to act like it's not happening because I like what I'm saying. And uh, I don't know how to edit it out. Uh, there's no trucks moving back at 4.57 a.m., I don't think. Uh, but whatever. When um, Okay, so we're like in Switzerland right now. And this is like kind of like a big moment uh, of the episode. Um, Taurus is infiltrating the one of these Flag Smasher meet- meetups. And... Um, it's kind of real low-key for a moment. He's on his phone. He's um, looking for where this meetup is happening. He's like kind of asking, he's like, what do I do? What, do, what, what am I going to, like, where do I start? Uh, what am I supposed to do? And uh, he grabs a mask out of a bag. And this is kind of how, the, I guess, they got people involved. They tell people to meet up here. You grab a mask. And this is how they take advantage of the chaos. Like, they, they robbed a bank or something. They, uh... And then they got like took advantage of the chaos with all the people in the mask, and they just all the people ran everywhere, and they oh man, it was insane. And uh, this poor Torres guy, uh, he got first blamed for the robbery and was almost arrested. He he murked his way out of that. Um, well, good job, Torres. That was sweet, you know, triple dip whatever you did, one eighty move on the cop. You're like nope, <laughs> ditch the mask. Runs into basically a super soul, super soldier, superpower individual. I don't know who it was, what it was, but he ran into something, and uh, he was bigger, stronger. Uh, he was more powerful than he was. He, uh, I don't know what he was, but it was concerning, and uh, yeah. So we don't know what that was. It was very uh, scary. He calls Sam about it and uh, he informs him about it. So we're going to probably find out a little more about it next episode. Sam sees a picture and uh, we're informed. He's informed. So Sam and Sarah go to the bank. They try to get a loan to save their business. Even though the banker recognizes it as Falcon, they have a nice, funny little moment. They don't get the loan. No, they walk away very disappointed. Very sad moment. Um kind of shows a little bit of reality in like the situation i was even thinking in the episode um and when they're on the docks i'm like dude he's an avenger like do you really want me to believe that like this guy's sitting at avengers complexes half the day and he doesn't have like a paycheck to feed his family you know what i mean but he's like it doesn't really work like that i mean I don't know. It really kind of should 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 have worked something like that. The Tony Stark has the money, uh, but maybe we'll learn a little bit more. I don't know, man. Let's think. Uh, let's see. We'll see. Anyway, back to the most intriguing part and the ending of the episode. No post credit scene to what I saw, unless I will be corrected. Uh, I'm to be stand correct. I, I will to be stand corrected. Uh, I didn't see one. I skimmed uh, to the end. Um, it's back at home. Sam's so sitting home and on the TV. Um, there's a big announcement. The government um, brings out a brand new, spanking new, pretty boy, Captain America. I don't know who this new Cap is, um, but he's definitely very reminiscent of the government-made original Steve Rogers-like propaganda cap you know what i mean a cap for the people a cap for you know a hope a hope cap you know this is for this is for you uh, cap you know 
my Sam, you should have kept it, man. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I'm so sad. I don't. I don't want. I don't like seeing this. This is like we're, this is the bad timeline. We don't want to see this timeline. Uh, we know Sam's gonna get that shield back somehow, right? Right? I don't know. Um, okay, let's turn to Reddit for some top comments and uh, see what see what the internet has to say so far. Like immediately, let's see what they're thinking. Okay, I'm sorting by top comments on our Reddit Marvel Studios. And you just go there, too, and uh, join that page. It's a great, great place for theories, and it's a great supportive fan hub. And, uh, you know, it's a great contained place. I love it. Love being there. So, top comment, uh, Jason31, the opening fight scene is easily Sam's best action sequence. My God, I agree, Jason. Amazing scene. Replied, Hell, Hell Knight X said, Baytrock is almost as good at flying as he is at leaping. Cool. Let's see the next comment. Frank Ocean 2 says, Okay, Bucky is on a My Name is Earl type of mission <laughs> to try uh, trying to do all the effed up things uh, he did. Very dark, but I would absolutely watch that uh, watch that specific show. I'm just trying to be a better partner of My Name is Bucky Earl uh, Bucky Earl Barnes. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the sweatband said uh, <laughs> roadie cameo didn't expect that although I feel like I should have <laughs> was hoping for a Ross cameo how Knight uh, said <laughs> that's funny I, I'm sorry I don't mean for my reply to be that's funny for everything I, I just really uh, <laughs> that's kind of just me in my head on Reddit all the time I'll try to be more unique um, Rice and Eggs said I guess being instrumental in saving half of all life in the universe doesn't mean you get paid and getting it doesn't mean you get paid enough to help your sister out financially right what the heck like doesn't like stark have some sort of like backup plan for each avenger like at least like a couple thousand bucks side like uh uh dj vault boy says to be honest i know it's uh out of goodwill but Tony literally could have provided out some of them with a stable income, regardless if it's whack. Saving the universe doesn't net you enough to pay the bills, right? Oh my god! Well, good god. Um, yeah, I don't even need to read anymore. I'm I, I'm thinking same thing. I don't, I just don't like the I mean, it's that's just maybe a little in the writing. That's uh, what I'm thinking. But uh, let's not be too angry at that. Uh, uh, Banner said the new cap seems to have the most punchable face. <laughs> that's uh, you know what I think they did cast him that way I'm sorry but I don't mean to be mean to the actor but they casted that guy punchable like they put a casting call for punchable face um, much respect to the actor um, <laughs> the next comment I didn't read this comment I did not read this comment I swear to god Nitronic Fury that's definitely intentional casting we're supposed to root for Sam to get the shield back bro that's so good um, uh, King of Awesome Topia also replied I know it's Wyatt Russell who is a handsome dude but he looks like the John Ralphio uh, helmet. Um, one more comment. Um, the sweatband. Uh, lots of great comments. Uh, the sweatband. 
I love that we get all this backstory into characters we don't normally get to spend enough time with in the movie. Same, same, same. Uh, seeing Sam's family situation and how it affects him is compelling. Excited to see where it goes. <sighs> Absolutely. You know, you know. Um, I'm going to read this next comment because it's relating to what I was just talking about. I wasn't going to. Mr. Dude 65 says, I like this too. Um, like, it's good. It's a good point and that the movies don't get a chance to touch on these folks have families and they might not all get to live at the Avengers compound. Right. Like, he gets to live there and it might be great. Like, he gets to go there and train there. It's like a training facility. Okay. This is... This reality is... It's making sense. I'm starting to get it. Okay, I really like it. I like it. I'm loving this show. It's building lore. Oh my god, this show is getting good. MCU is getting awesome. Uh, more awesome by the day. Oh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier is hyping me up. Where is it going? We even, Zemo is a shadow in the dark. Um, his presence lurking in the shadow like a shark. Um, yeah, he's, he's Jaws. Uh, where is he? When's he going to pop up? How is he going to pop up? Um, he's evil in the night. I'm, 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 I have no idea. Um, anyway, it's getting late over here, and uh, this show's getting a little long. But just as I learned, the seasons are getting shorter, episodes are running longer, as will we. Um, this has been uh, Marvel Maniac, an MCU after show for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, not <laughs> Hawkeye and the Winter Soldier. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode one, titled New World Order. <laughs> I like that episode title. And if this is your first time joining us, I got to say thank you. If this is your 11th or your third or whatever, if you're just popping in after a while, thank you for coming back. Thank you for being here. You guys are amazing. Uh, any support goes a long way. If you haven't, uh, leave a review for the show. It literally will give you good luck for like 10 years. I mean it. Um, follow me at Mr. Honest Podcast at E-R-I-C-S-E-Q-U-E-I-R-A on Twitter, Eric Cicada, at Marvel Maniac Pod, and we do accept donations on PayPal at Mr. Honest Podcast on PayPal. Everything goes right back into the show to keep pumping out content for you. We're not going anywhere. We will be right back at you next week, next Friday, for the second episode of Falcon, the Falcon, and the Winter Soldier. Um, you guys have a fantastic week, and I'm going to be just sprucing up my shield, um, looking at it, reflecting, um, and uh, putting names on my list, you know, of people to, to, you know, to make amends with. I'm going to stop riffing. Marvel Maniac Podcast, Marvel Maniac Podcast at gmail.com with your thoughts. <laughs> I've gone through everything ten times. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Avengers Disassemble.